Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Hiya, boys and girls, and welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. My name is Matt, one of your two hosts. With me, as always, my brother from another mother on the East Coast, Mysterious Mike Talent. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Was that was that from it, Matt? What 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 was that welcoming? Yes, it was from it. Yes, sir. Okay, I know. I I've I've done that intro before. I just was trying to get it going, and you know, that's Pennywise. And I think does does he go hiya or does he go hi? I I don't know. I I think it's kind of. Uh, I think it's hiya. I don't know. I think it's hiya. It's a, yeah, sounded like it to me. Hiya, boys and girls. Yeah. Pennywise. Yep. Sounds like it. <laughs> okay, Mike. So on the complete opposite spectrum, not a horror movie, but definitely just as atrocious. We're talking about a movie that you knew nothing about, that I knew a little bit something something about, saw the trailer, um, because I am a watcher of this new streaming service because they took away my HBO Go. It is HBO Max's first original called An American Pickle. Yes. Um, yep. And uh, I'll, I'll do the rundown, man. It's literally about pickles. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. So, Mike, go ahead, do it. Since you already started, Mike, give us the rundown for this incredible film. <laughs> All right. So, uh, this is directed by uh, Brandon uh, Trost. Uh, Written by Simon Rich, uh, starring Seth Rogen, Sarah Snook, Molly Everson, and uh, this literally is about a pickle. Uh, an immigrant worker in a pickle factory is accidentally preserved for a hundred years and wakes up in modern day Brooklyn. Well, Mike, I'm going to start off this one. Normally, I ask you, but I I don't care. I'm I'm going to start off this one. Oh, oh I thought okay. this was going to be a Heated. lot funnier. It was not. Yeah, you know, uh, man, I I know nothing about this, like you said. So I just watched it. I went in. I was like, eh, I'm not even gonna watch a trailer. I'm just gonna watch it. And, yeah, uh, you know, Seth Rogen. I, I I don't know if he's been having uh, issues or he's just like, eh, screw it. This this sounds like a fun idea or what. But um, this was not. It had funny moments, but for the most part, this movie's very mean and very dark, and it's a. It, I'd put it in the scale of a dark comedy. It's pretty messed up, and you think it's going to be funny because the premise is a dude is literally pickled in a vat of pickles for a hundred years, perfectly preserved. So you think, oh, this is going to be great. It's going to be hilarious. No, it's dark. It's mean. It's cruel. Uh yeah, it, it it was dark at times. Um it it had a feel to me of some of Adam Sandler's uh goofy movies. Uh some of the plot like, you know, 100 years in a pickle uh I don't know, whatever, a pickle jar, not a jar, a pickle container. I'm going with vat. Vat. Yes, oh that's good. Yeah, that's good. Cuz the entire person fell in it <laughs> with a whole bunch of pickles. Yeah, Insult. all because the rats were chasing him. Um, <laughs> the- Spoilers, my God! 
<laughs> yeah, well. Um, it's okay. I, I don't think many people should watch this, so we're going to spoil it. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, for a first uh, try for HBO Max, this was a little bit of a, a disappointment. Um, HBO Max is super confusing on what the difference between HBO Max and HBO Go is. I guess HBO Max has more content. Well, the difference is that HBO Go doesn't exist anymore, and HBO Max does. R- right. I... <laughs> HBO Now is where it gets really confusing, because HBO Now was just HBO, much like HBO Go was, but you paid a fee for HBO Now, and they got rid of HBO Go, so they still have HBO Now, and they have HBO Max, but... I don't know. I'm confused. Yeah, as, yeah. Uh, and do I we think, really need another streaming service, Mike? No, no, we don't. And I think if you have HBO now, you get access to HBO Go Max. And then if you have cable subscription to HBO, you also get access to HBO Max. That's I how mine is. I, I have uh, it's confusing. I have HBO on my AT and T now tv direct tv now whatever the hell it is i pay way too much for it but i'm kind of glad i have it now because of uh i could watch my diamondbacks and they are stinking it up except for last night they did quite well against the rockies which was great but oh. um oh yeah you do the sports ball yeah sports ball i like my baseball sports ball you like your football sports ball i like my baseball sports ball yes there's like 10 times the games and i'm not as religious as you are where i do nothing but watch like uh, sports ball all day on Sunday. I'll, I'll breeze in and out of the games when I can. You know, life comes first. I'm sorry, but uh, well, I mean, th- was it there's going to be no season for football? So, um, oh, most... are they going? I know they killed college. I haven't heard uh, anything about. We'll see. NFL. We'll see. But... I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm skeptical. Um. So so I got one here. Peacock. Another Another streaming service just came out last week and I was trying and it, but it's free with ads. I still can't install it on my Roku, much like HBO now. And the only reason I wanted to install it for anything was to watch some TV shows. And it's just like these freaking streaming services are getting out of control. There are so many of them. Yes. We have had this conversation before. I should stop it right now. I'm just ranting and saying, Jesus, the whole point of the online viewing stuff was to make shit cheaper, and now it is more expensive than cable ever was. And it's super confusing. Like, they really did a good job of screwing it up. Yeah. Oh, they screwed it up bad. Real bad. Netflix, thank you. I will keep subscribing to you forever because you do it right. Uh, yes, Hulu. Netflix is Hulu's awesome. okay. Netflix, I love for the no ads and, um, you know, their original content is just really starting to kick butt. Um, I don't know. It's they, been they, kicking butt. They have some stuff that's like, meh, but they also have a lot of good stuff. So I, I like that they're just kind of producing all kinds of different things. I know they're they're using the um, what we watch to drive what they make more of, and that's cool too. Um, so, I mean, I guess the old traditional way of doing TV was somewhat like that, but I feel like the numbers, they have so much better metrics on, uh, from like Netflix who can record how much you watch it, how quick you watch it, all kinds of things. So to get back on track, American pickle, the whole point of that rant that Mike and I just went on 
is that American Pickle, an original, the reason why they do the originals, much like Netflix, is to get subscribers. Well, this, their first one out of the gate, it was rough with Netflix too. Their first few out of the gate were not the best in the world. But this is not a movie that I would recommend to push on people to subscribe to HBO Max. I think the HBO content is a hundred times better than this. You know, the shows and the backlogs of The Wire and Sopranos and Band of Brothers and stuff like that. Oh, so much better. Yeah, those are really good. Uh, and then a uh, shout out for uh, McMillions. I really like that. Uh, just recently I watched that. That was cool. I have not gotten to watch that yet. I, I would like to. I heard that is uh, quite the fascinating documentary. It was. It was It was neat. So, Mike, um, speaking about things that are preserved. Oh, good one, dude. Good one. I like it. <laughs> um, do you have a question for me, Mike? Oh, yes. Yes, I do, Matt. Um, what kind of preservatives are in the latest beer that you're drinking today? Well, Mike, thank you for asking. I am continuing my drink through the mail delivery beers. I think this is the only one I have not talked about on the podcast yet. It is from Wooden Cask Brewing Company. It is their Reformation Scottish Stout. And it's like a, it's not like stout, like hardcore stout, like a Guinness, but it definitely does have that Scottish flavor in it, like my kilt lifters. And it's a, it's a interesting beer. Okay. Oh, that, that, that's cool, man. Uh, I am once again drinking an IPA. A, uh, I wouldn't IPA. expect anything less from you, Mike. It's it's, uh, it's probably what I would consider one of my go tos these days, and it's um, Sierra Nevada's Hot Bullet. It's a double IPA. Shoots you, shoots you with a bullet of hops in your mouth. In the mouth, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some might call some might call it the money shot. Steve, Steve still has that as his ringer. I think it's when I text him or something it does that. Because <laughs> yeah, when you're talking, yeah. Anyways, I don't know what podcast number that was, but it was it was hilarious. I've never genuinely laughed that hard in a long time. It was pretty good, <laughs> and all from a word that you said. I think it was the Poindexter Awards, maybe uh, the second been. one. Might have been, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was. I think it was. Anyways. All right, Mike. Well, that means it's my turn to ask my question. And let's see if you were able to find it. Now, so far, we're still rolling, even though you missed one. Our good buddy from Signals AZ, Austin, pointed out the connection. So we're keeping the connection alive. I've lost count on how many times. But, Mike, how does an American pickle relate to the Marvel Cinematic universe all right matt uh thanks for asking uh this one wasn't too hard i was a little worried about it because it has a very little bit of cast uh it's mostly just seth rogan um but 
I did find that the composer in this movie, uh, Michael uh, Gacchino, uh, was also uh, the composer for um, Spider-Man Far From Home. So, Well done. Well done, yeah. sir. Yeah. Well done. Okay, so for those of you new to the Real Film Nerds podcast, this is where we legitimately spoil the movie. We've had some spoilers here in the beginning of this, such as being chased into a vat of brine by rats. Well, I didn't say all that. Okay, fine. Close enough. But let's let's roll with it, Mike. Uh, I'll go ahead. I'm going to throw to you, since I took precedence earlier, Mike, uh, spoil an American Pickle. Or let's talk about the parts that you would like to spoil, or that should be spoiled. <laughs> uh, so uh, this movie kind of has a goofy kind of origin or beginning kind of a make-believe situation and uh you know that reminded me of the adam sandler type movies like a uh, zohan movie or or even like um let's see i'm trying to think of some other fantastical oh um uh was it nikki little nikki uh yeah. some of those just like kind of ridiculous movies nikki. yeah that was um, fun. but uh I- I- anyway um but this movie does have some dark stuff and uh the <laughs> The um, uh, the back and forth between the two characters. Um, I was going to say the Seth Rogans. Um, the Seth Rogans, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, is is brutal at times, uh, man. Like <laughs> it's uh, dude, it's uh, downright cruel, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I I like Herschel as as his character. Um, I think he's he's a fine, like simple simple guy. Um, but man, uh, some of his beliefs from his time period are uh, whew, harsh. Oh yeah, especially once he once uh, he's introduced to Twitter and those beliefs are put out for the public to see. Oh jeez, the Twitter. <laughs> She's like, "Are you sure you want me to send this?" Yes, yes. Tweet this. Tweet. <laughs> you know, he was just a simple ditch digger. You know, just minding his own business, digging his ditches, and every single time he dug something, his shovel would break, which was kind of funny. Did you notice that um, when they were back in time telling Herschel's story before he fell in the brine? It was shot. Four by three, and then the instant it turns to modern day, it's back to sixteen by nine. Uh, I did, and then Matt, uh, what what is the um, what is the style when it's it's it was only in focus in the like a circle, and then it was uh, blurry on the outsides. It's just the shallow depth of field. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, like they just had that the whole time. Yeah. Um, during those those scenes, and I wasn't sure if that was just effects or if maybe that was something to do with the camera they were using or, or whatever. You can do it both ways. You know, um, lots of people have that on their cell phones, the portrait mode. Well, um, not, again, being a photographer, I can really go into this. I'll just make it somewhat quick. But the portrait mode, your camera on your cell phone is fixed at affinity. Like, your camera phone basically doesn't focus really much. I mean, it does a little bit. And so what portrait mode does is it throws everything that's not a person out of focus in the background, and it does it all through software. Whereas in my world, uh, the real photo world, we do it with our lenses and our film speed and our distance to the subject and stuff like that. But now, thanks to the logarithms, 
everything looks like stuff that I spend lots of money to do and have spent years learning how to do. Uh, All from a logarithm. Thanks, yeah. Mike. You and your programmer buddies. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. They're taking over the world, man. One job at a time. You watch this pandemic. I, I, I saw um, that um, White Castle is uh, about to start having burger flipping robots. So, uh, goodbye, burger flipping jobs. Oh, hell. You know, I still haven't even been to the one here. We finally got one in Arizona, in Scottsdale. You haven't been? And I have Dude. not been. Dude. I need to go. I know. I know. You got to go with Frank, man. You guys can do a, a, a Portillo's White Castle run. No, no. He doesn't like he doesn't like White Castle. All right. They're right next to each other, though. They yeah, are. Yeah, dude. Like, you can just walk to there, and then it's he... It's pretty close. He, yeah, yeah, it's like the next exit. Yeah. But, no, I, I need to go there. Now, typically, by this time in the year, if it was a normal year without the pandemic, I would have made probably at least eight or nine trips down to Phoenix and back by now. But I have only made like one since there was no sports ball. Yeah. Yeah. That's disappointing. Um, Yeah. Especially for my uh, bank account. Yeah. um, You know, I thought you were going to mention Matt that uh, at the end of this month, usually something very important comes out. The PSL. The PSL. Come on, man. Pumpkin spice latte. That's your favorite. Oh, dude, no! I don't even. I don't go to the Bucks. They they charge. If I'm uh, just spending kidding. more than three dollars for a drink, it better have booze in it. Yeah, I know. Jeez, I'm sorry. I I I don't. I brew my own coffee at home. I have my creamer. That's what I do. I do my thing. I'm out. I do not go to Starbucks. If other people buy me Starbucks, fine. But I no. If it doesn't have booze in it, I'm not paying that much for a damn drink. If they start putting bourbon or some rum or something, yeah, I will go get my Starbucks coffee every morning, and it'll be a great freaking work day. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. All right, man. I was just, I was just yanking your old chain. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't understand what PSL was, but you're right. We're going to start hearing about it on the news, and it's the pumpkin spice latte apocalypse. Uh, yeah. Um. Oh, you know what? I'm going to start some fake news. I'm going to say pumpkin okay. spice latte uh, uh, gives you coronavirus. <gasps> Dude. <laughs> Let's get rid of that shit now. <laughs> yeah, you could say uh, it's proven that people who drink uh, pumpkin spice lattes uh, tend to have more uh, coronavirus cases because they're getting their pumpkin spice lattes in public. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. Well, uh, Matt... Yes, sir. Tell me about your pickles. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you had to. You had to go there. I, I thought you were going to say something about tickling pickles or something like oh, that. Oh, or pickle Rick. Pickle Rick is my favorite. He, I think he should have made a cameo on this. That would have been great. Uh, Matt, what did what did you think about um, Seth Rogen's character uh, that was making the app? Uh, the computer app, and he just didn't want to release it because he didn't think it was perfect enough, and it was like five years or whatever in development. The real question is, what did you think of it? Because you're the uh, developer here, Mike, not me. I'm just a slave to the man. I I thought it was a little bit ridiculous to try and make an app for five years about some fairly niche market. 
if it's if a food is ethical i thought it was yeah. hilarious that was a good part that was a funny part <laughs> some of that stuff like the social commentary stuff in this movie was pretty good yeah i i don't know <laughs> yeah i thought they were gonna explain a little bit more about how his parents died because that kept coming back and back as like a story point but they really didn't go into it uh no no they didn't and uh that seems like it got edited out or something like maybe it it seemed like there was going to be more explanation and then it stopped i thought there would have been more of the family dynamic as well and there was some but not like a ton oh man what, what did you think of uh i i enjoyed the part with the cossacks um, yeah the, the billboard the, yeah 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 <laughs> what was it like v- vanilla vodka or coffee vodka or something yeah 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 that was funny <laughs> and how the 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 family plot is like right underneath a a two lane not a two lane but like under a stack like a big highway like two highways he's like it's beautiful <laughs> yeah it makes sense it yeah. was it's old and like they just basically moved it around I, I, I liked some of that stuff, but yeah, this movie just was lacking. I I wanted it to have more. Yeah, I, I wanted it to be funnier. I mean, you can have the mean parts in there. You can have them attacking each other, but you need to be equally funny. And I just, I didn't get that. I did not get that from this film. There are parts that are really funny and hilarious, like, you know... <laughs> When he first starts, uh, when Herschel first starts selling his pickles, his trash pickles, and uh, oh yeah, again it's it's just a uh, um, stereotype. But the first people that walk up and buy him are is like a gay couple, and they're like asking about how if it's uh, you know farm raised and preservatives and all this other stuff, it, and it's just like you can't get away from that stuff in today's society. Like everybody does that about everything. It's like really again this was clearly shot and filmed and done before coronavirus but yeah it was funny man that 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 was funny the social commentary is pretty good and then oh of course he's a food critic and he blows up you know (laughs) well he just i don't know he tweeted and he had like a ton of like followers or whatever yeah yeah but um it adds to the story because otherwise the other seth rogan wouldn't have it wouldn't have escalated and stuff so um yeah it was fun i love the they're like oh you can get interns you don't have to pay him and i was like oh jeez. <laughs> yeah it's a it's another one the like there's parts that are really smart and really funny but overall it's not it's not to the typical seth rogan level or that kind of comedy level i mean it's i don't know i think i've said it enough but yeah, yeah. it's okay it's okay it's it's just okay yeah Um, it's nothing special yeah nothing special you know it's not like um i don't know pineapple express or (laughs) super (laughs) bad that was a good one or um uh even uh uh, some people thought it was okay the first one was pretty good the second one not so much was uh neighbors oh actually uh i i enjoyed neighbors uh, neighbors was fun the first one was really fun like mm, yeah the second one was kind of But again, another great quality Seth Rogen flick. And that's a more newer one, too. Yeah, and that had the fun back and forth. Um, Oh, yeah. Oh, it was great. And that was, you know, see, that's a great comparison as Neighbors to this because that was mean, but it was funny. 
Yeah, and it had a back and forth element, and th- this one did too. But it was just sometimes it wasn't funny, or it was I don't know, it was just dark. Yeah, it was just awful. So just downright cruel. All right, Matt. Um, Speaking about being cruel, how many reels, Mike? Oh yeah, um, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, I'm gonna give this two reels. Feeling nice. Well, you know, Mike, I am glad that we are back on track because I gave it two and a half. Ooh, good, good. I was, I was going to be like, oh no, is he do two as well? That I should have gotten one and a half. No, no, no. We're good. Oh, okay. We're good. We're just oh, back okay. on track. I'm not, right, I'm right. not lower than you for a change. Okay, good, good, good. So, all right. Well, uh, next week, uh, I think we're going to try. We'll talk about it a little bit more when we get closer to the end of the podcast. But what happened with uh, King's King, King, singular, the King of Staten Island, of Staten Island, and we are hoping to get to that film sooner or later for our avid listeners. But uh, until then, uh, if it happens, we'll do that next week. If not, we are going to fill a request from my nephew who is going back to school at Northern Arizona University here in Flagstaff soon. So I figured, let's let's do uh, his request. He requested Public Enemies, starring Johnny Depp, which is currently streaming on the old Netflix. Yeah, yeah, Public Enemies. Well, Matt, this is pretty much the end of the podcast. Do you want to talk about more? The end of the podcast. The more so. about the, the king of Staten Island? And, and uh, uh, you know, I can give you a, a little bit. Mike, I'll I'll let you talk about it since uh, I've been doing way too much talking and you're falling asleep. Okay, uh, so everybody, uh, we had a little bit of uh, miscommunication uh, with the uh, marketing people for the King of Staten Island, and we thought we were going to have some Blu-rays to give away uh, this week and uh, be able to review this movie actually this week, but. Um, Looks like it has just been released on the video on demand services, and uh, you know uh, we uh, would like to give it just a little bit of a shout out. Um, you know, this movie is from celebrated comedic director Judd Apatow, starring Saturday Night Live breakout Pete Davidson. Comes a bracing comedy about love, loss, and laughter on Staten Island. Um, Rolling Stone uh, quoted this as an emotional and comic knockout. So uh, that's a little bit of a preview of it, but we're still not 100% sure what we're going to have for you. So Yeah, uh, according to uh, um, the internets, it looks like it is going to be available to own, not rent, on digital and Blu-ray and DVD starting August 25th. So that might be a little bit for us, because I don't know. We'll see how that goes, but I, I'm hoping we get some uh, giveaways. That would be really awesome to be able to yeah, give away a few awesome. more movies to our mm-hmm. avid listeners. But uh, yeah, let's see. It, oh, dude, Marissa Tomei's in it. I didn't know that. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. But uh, I didn't. I didn't catch that she was in it. I've watched the trailer. Okay. Clearly, I wasn't paying enough attention. I'm sorry, Mike. Uh, Bill Burr. I like Bill Burr. He's cool. He was in The Mandalorian. Oh, okay. 
he's a he's a big time stand up comedian who's actually like oh, later yeah. in life started acting, which oh. is cool. Well, it, it's it's all about who you know, man. Let's see, features over two hours of hilarious, never before seen bonus content, including alternate endings, deleted scenes, and a gag reel. Everybody loves a good gag reel. Nice, nice. Well, all right, Mike. I think uh, that is it for the Real Film Nerds podcast episode number one hundred and eighty-three. Since I didn't say it before. Oh man, yeah. I thought. Oh, is that one hundred eighty-three? I forgot to remind you, dude. Yeah, I, forgot I think it's one hundred eighty-three. We're going with one hundred eighty-three. All right, one hundred eighty-three. It is. If it's not, I'll just we'll just have two one hundred eighty-threes. Well, everybody, uh, you know, thanks for listening, and uh, you know, go out there and watch all the movies that you can. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now go out and catch a movie. Good morning, Magic 99.1. Who's this? You don't know by now who this is? <laughs> you really need to get caller ID. You would die if I told you that I am the only radio station in North America that does not have caller ID on my telephone. So basically what you're saying is that for all the youngins out there or us oldens, I guess you yep. would say, yep. if you need to make a prank call, yep. call Magic 99.1. <laughs> that is it. That's exactly what I'm telling you, Maddie. Perfect. I love it. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you doing this morning, Lisa? I'm doing good. Feeling good. Happy to be alive, my friend. Well, good. Yeah. No, yeah. no head colds, no coughing, no sneezing, no nothing, right? I, I feel amazing. It's amazing how good you can feel when you know that how bad it, when you know how bad it could be, right? That's true. I mean, yeah. I, I've had a lot of those philosophies in the past where you know, at least my life isn't like this. It's right. like this. Right. So. Absolutely. It puts things in perspective for us for sure. So it does. I'm sure you watched a movie or did you just watch hockey and baseball and basketball all weekend long? Oh, you know me, Lisa. I had to get a movie in at least one. <laughs> What'd you watch? Well, you know, for some weird reason, everybody and their mom is coming out with a streaming service. Yes. So there is this new streaming service called HBO Max, which is confusing because it's HBO, but it's not HBO, but it is, but it isn't. Yeah. And they just released their very first original film done by Seth Rogen called um, An American Pickle. Okay. Yep. And how was it? It was a little strange. The, the, <laughs> I'm sure you haven't heard of it. <laughs> I have not heard of it, but the title kind of uh, lends to the fact that it could be a little str- strange. Yeah, it's, uh, it's basically about an immigrant worker around 1919 uh, is working in a pickle factory, slips and falls into a vat of brine and pickles and is sealed <laughs> inside the vat. <laughs> Hey, it's and an original. It's, it's an original idea. <laughs> it's it, it's kind of original, <laughs> but uh, is is sealed in the vat of pickles for a hundred years. Okay. Uh, some kids stumble upon the now shut down defunct pickle factory, and he magically gets up and is perfectly fine. The brine head can, you know, kept him preserved healthy and him. preserved for a oh. hundred years. <laughs> oh my god, this is funny. This is funny. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's. It has its moments, but that's the thing. Like, I kind of, Seth Rogen, he goes really slapsticky on a lot of the stuff, especially some of the stuff he writes. Yeah. Um, 
this this actually is kind of toned down for a Seth Rogen film. And then it starts getting like towards the middle and end, it starts getting like really mean. Like they're they're really going at each other because what it is is a hundred years later, he wakes you know, the 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 uh pickle guy is how I'm gonna refer to him, okay. wakes up and he only has one reeling relative and it's his great great grandson. So him and his great great grandson he moves in to take care of him and then they start Things start going south, and they start going at each other really bad. Oh, man. So, this is... its I'm intrigued, I have to say. It's a little strange. It's <laughs> not as funny as I anticipated, but oh. I, I don't think that's a bad thing. Okay, it's, all right. He really toned down the slapstick, but it's definitely meaner and a little darker than I thought it was going to be. Okay, all right. Yeah, with that title, you wouldn't think it would be dark. No, but it's... I mean, like they really the the great grandson and the the grand great grandfather really start going at each other as they, you know, progress towards the end of this film. Yeah, and then they reconcile at the end, like all good movies. Course, but it still course. was wow. Okay, too much like real life, right? Kinda. <laughs> I mean, definitely. The next time my great grandfather wakes up out of a vat of pickle brine, you know, I'm yeah. gonna be nice to him. Be nice to him, Matt. How many reels are you gonna give it? I give it a two and a half. I mean, it it was fun. It was okay. Uh, it's not a must-see. I, I don't know. If you don't have HBO Max, it's definitely not going to make you want to go get it. Okay. Okay. Fair so, enough. So, one last little tidbit. If you don't have HBO Max, but you subscribe to a cable or satellite provider, mm-hmm. you might be able to log in through your cable or satellite provider and watch this film and many other shows if you want. Oh, okay. So, that's something to check out. That's a nice little yeah. um, hack tip there. Appreciate it. Yeah, a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. So I'm just getting the word out okay. because that's how I did it. Very so. good, very good. You guys catch Matt's podcast. You can tell he's very entertaining. It's called the Real Film Nerds, and you can hear him here every Monday morning on what station, Maddie? On Magic ninety nine point one, the only station with no caller ID. <laughs> you got that one right. Uh, <laughs>